Now, I'm, I'm a little tired, so whatever comes out, forgive me. But I do feel like teaching a little bit. Um, let me tell you what I was thinking. Now, you guys know this, but I'm going to show a few more things, hopefully. Uh, I'm just so thankful for what Jesus has done for me. Amen. I I'm going to tell you because, you know what he did? He left his deity. He, he, left, he, left, he, he was still divine, but he left his place in heaven to come down here and to, to die, man. And, and here's the crazy part. You guys believe that. Amen. You really believe that it's some God up there and, and, it's, and he's, he's all, you know, all knowing and he created everything. And he's up there just kind of hanging out and he's got angels. And all of a sudden you know, he forms the world and then Adam and Eve make a mistake. And then, you know, he sends Jesus down here to, or Yeshua, his son, who's actually him, down here to die for our benefit. And then Jesus says, now I'm going to send the Holy Spirit down here. He's going to take over for me. He's going to be with you and in you. And, and I'm thinking, man, if there's days, and I'll be honest, there's days I look in the mirror and I go, you believe that? Amen. You really believe that? Amen. I, I'm staring at myself in the mirror right now. I you really believe that? Amen. And then I go, well, I got to. Because there's things you can't explain. Amen, amen everybody. Amen. And no one, humans cannot create humans. I ain't talking about a husband and a wife. I'm talking about humans can't make humans. Amen. amen. And then when your body dies, something happens. You die. Right, right. And we're more than just a body. Um, mankind is stupid. Think of, let me tell you something. How come we just didn't come out in rocket ships and things? We, we gradually progressed. They invented the wheel. <laughs> and then somebody came up with cars and planes. And, and, and it's like God gave us that information. Everybody say amen to that. And I'm going to tell you the most important reason why I believe it. My life. Amen. Because I am a hateful, mean, spiteful, Moody. And I got other ones, but I hold. <laughs> and I'm saying, okay, God, I'm still that. But you've helped me control it. Right. And to the point where I don't want to be that. And man, how come, how come the world can't figure it out? Here's the world gets on my nerves. We can't get past someone who's different than us. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday who pastors a church in Iowa. You guys know him. And you ain't getting no wider than Iowa. <laughs> and I'm telling you, man, that is one of the lovingest churches I have ever been to. Amen. They love me there. The black guy. They don't call me the black guy, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and, and what I'm saying is, man, look, I, it causes me to look at people and go, I love you. Like family. Mm -hmm. Amen, somebody. Amen. And it's like, only God can do Kenan, who only my uncle knew. Thank God, don't say nothing. <laughs> my uncle's the only one who knew me back then. Now, um, you can't answer yes or no on this. You've witnessed my life change. You were there. You were there through junior high, high school. You know what kind of guy I was. And I'm saying, man, only God can do that. Amen. 
Now, turn that mirror around, look at yourself. Only God can do that. Amen. It's got to be a God, people. It's got to be a God. So that means that Jesus did this incredible thing that we all know he did, but we haven't, sometimes we got to really sit and think about what Jesus really did for us and then what he gave up to do it. So in the beginning, auntie, was the word which we all know the word, the, the spoken word, the, the prophetic word of, of God. It, Jesus was actually that. Everybody say amen. amen. So, Auntie, what does it say? In the beginning was the word. Now, and in the, the beginning of what? Everything. Mm -hmm. Do you know that there was a beginning before earth? Mm -hmm. God, earth the world, everything didn't start when God created the earth. God was already existing. Amen. He already had beings because he had angelic beings. People go, you believe in aliens? I go, maybe, because he did have other kind of beings than us. Everybody say amen. Mm -hmm. But I just want to know why are aliens always hostile <laughs> when they come to the planet? How come only E.T. came friendly? <laughs> it's like, man, how come aliens don't come and go, hey, guys, how you doing? Just passing by. <laughs> They're always hostile and they want the planet. <laughs> but anyway, so I don't know if I believe in aliens. I haven't seen one, so, you know. But in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was actually God. This is Jesus who they're talking about, Auntie Go. He was with God in the beginning. Through him all things were made. And that Without means that everything was made by the spoken word of God. Everything was made through Jesus. Everything was made by him. Nothing was made that, that has everything that's made and seen. Jesus was involved. Everybody say amen. Amen. That means that Jesus was somebody before he was Jesus. Amen. That means that he was a heavenly force, hallelujah, up in heaven, already functioning. Nothing was made without him. Come on, auntie. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. And so then what happens, in him became life. He is the life, the way, the truth. Everybody say amen. Yes. And that life was the light of all mankind. And I can't help but think, auntie, I'm thinking, Jesus, why did you do that? I know because you obey the Father, but it's like, man, you telling me that you had this heavenly place, and so you came down here. People rejected you. People didn't even receive you. And all you were going to do, all they were going to do is kill you, and you was doing it for our benefit. Mm-hmm. Amen. I wouldn't have done it. I'm not going to go down there and they're going to just treat me like crap and then, and then one day they're going to get upset when I'm about 33 years old and they're always going to be plotting to kill me and they're going to send me up on some cross and they're going to nail me and they're going to beat me and they're going to stab me and they're going to put thrones and crowns on my head and I'm doing this for them. Forget them. And then on the cross he has nerve to say, Lord, you got, Father, you got to forgive them. No. Forgive them. I'll be like, Lord, how many angels and how many lightning bolts do you have? <laughs> Send them all right now because these people are beating me and they, now they've nailed me. And I'm thinking, Jesus, you did that? Yes, he did. For us? Mm-hmm. But wait a minute. You were sitting in a heavenly place already. You, you, you had no wants, no needs, no anything. You you, you, were, you were there at the beginning of everything. You helped create everything. And you're, you're telling me that you got some kind of way, shrank you down into a, 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 put you inside of a little peasant girl, and you were born a man now. And that means you left all of that for us. Yes. Now, I, I would like to think I'm a little better person now. I might have done it, 
But here's, I'm thinking, okay, I'm God now, I'm God. And then uh, Julian's Jesus. They both start with J, so it's close enough. And then I go, Julian, you got to die for the world. Brutally, by the way. Now, I know you're up here in comfort. We live great, but I'm going to send you down there so you can die. So we can pay their bill because I don't want them to die. So we got to die. See, because if my son dies, I die too. And I'm like, that's the deal? Auntie, come on. Let me prove my point. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There's the power behind it, though. That light shines in darkness, and darkness has not overcome it, and it will not. Everybody say amen. Amen. I don't care how dark it is out here. I don't care how much the news, what the news tells you. I don't care about any of that. My thing is, God has not lost control. Everybody say amen. amen. People, somebody said, no, I just don't believe. The world is so bad, and, and God's doing nothing. I'm like, God's doing nothing? He told you it was going to be bad. Yes, he did. He said, in the end, the people's hearts will wax cold. That's what he said. He says, in the end, people will turn against family. Hallelujah, somebody. Amen. In the end, the weather will go crazy. Mm -hmm. He's you think God's out of control? He told us this was going to happen. Yes, he did. He says that people were going to hate them, hate each other, and they, oh, they were going to be so in the selfies. Yeah. Yeah. You guys are quiet. <laughs> he says, man, that's the, I, I'm out of control. I told you these things was going to happen, but with all of that, the light still shines. Everybody still shines. Says, Amen. Darkness has not overcome it, and it is not going to. Not gonna. Jesus and God and the Holy Spirit do not lose. Amen. Amen, somebody? Amen. Auntie, drop down to 14. The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. Huh? We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who huh? came from the Father, full of grace and truth. Now, Auntie, the Word became a man and lived among us. And I like this part. It says, we saw his divine greatness. We saw him. The writer here, John is saying, I saw him. Yes. We saw him. We saw him when he, when he went up to heaven. We were there. We saw him. We, we saw him when he did the miracles. We, we saw when we when he fed everybody. We, we, saw him, we saw him heal lepers. We saw these things. The, the Bible is not, people go, well, man wrote the Bible. Yeah, they did. You know why? Because they saw it. Uh-huh. So here's us, here's us now. And I'm thinking, how on earth, God, do we not give you glory? Because of what you did, you, you left everything to come down here for us. So we're not worth it. That's right. People are spiteful. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> People think evil. People have struggled to love. People just, people talk behind people's back. People have aughts against people and you don't even know. You know, it's like, man, why would you come down here for this? Give up all of that to come down here, be born not to a king and a, and a queen, but to a peasant carpenter. To come down here, not in fanfare, in a manger. To come down here not with Trump is blowing and not with all the gold you can have. To come down here pretty much with nothing. Mm -hmm. For us? For us. Man, I don't understand that kind of love. Everybody say amen. 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 It's a lot of love. A lot. 
And then Jesus' people tried to catch you all the time in lies, and, they, and these people followed you around only to get the benefits of following you around. They didn't really love you. And then, man, the Pharisees just stood off in the side just trying to catch you every time you said something wrong, and you just kept going, and you kept teaching, and you kept loving. For us, you left all that for that. You, you left all that deity, all that heavenly glory to come down here and do that. And then now, the least I can do is say thank you. Thank you. Because you're not saved by your goodness, people. You people are, are pretty good. I mean, I, I, I know some good people. Let me tell you something, though. You're not good enough. Not good enough. So if you were, then that whole Jesus thing was for nothing. So, so apparently we weren't, we're not going to be good enough. So Jesus had to take on that burden so we'd be good enough. Because you never would have been good enough on your own. Yes. Now why am I telling you this? Not because you don't know that. Because you have to tell someone that. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. People always ask me, why well, I have trouble, I have trouble witnessing to somebody. And I'm like, why? Because just put yourself in their shoes. You're not better. Amen. See, a lot of times just with Christians, people run from Christians because Christians have this thought that they're better. I'm more, I'm holy, and I'm, I got it figured out, and you poor sinner. No, we're all sinners. Everybody say amen. Amen. And it's like, man, I'm, let me tell you about what he did for me, and then let me tell you how, what really needs to happen. What really needs to happen is you cannot be good enough to be with the Father. Amen. He's too holy. So what he had to do, because, man, I'm sorry, Adam, man, let me tell you a secret. When, when you get to heaven, I always think, Lord, there should be lines of people to talk to. Of course, Jesus would probably have the biggest line. Mm -hmm. And I think Paul's line would be, oh man, Adam's line, I'll be in Adam's line. <laughs> Going, dude, what was that all about? <laughs> <laughs> he messed everything up. And Adam's going, go, well, it was Eve. Yeah. It was. But God gave you the commandment. Adam, what happened? No, you know, when we get to heaven, nobody's going to ask that. Because the glory of God is going to be there. None of that is going to matter. Amen. Everybody say amen. 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 Well, even Jesus ain't going to have any questions. They're just going to have to get security to get me off of him. Because I'm going <laughs> to be hugging him. <laughs> Jesus is going to be like, all right, come get this guy. Come get this guy. <laughs> the word became flesh and he dwelt among us. We see his glory. The glory of the only one, one and only son. Who came from the father full of grace, full of truth. Yeah. You left that, came, you were with the Father, and you came down here and did that for us. How dare we not be thankful? Amen. Amen. Oh, I know why, because we don't ever think about the end. We just think about life today. That's why, that's why, that's why. Because, you know, I talk to so many people. Sometimes I get mad at Ed, because he got me involved with this radio stuff. And, then, and so now people look at me. I don't get mad at Ed, he's okay. And, 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 I, and, and people, this guy called me the other day, and I wasn't going to take the call because I've talked to this guy a, a few times. But I took the call, and he goes, man, he goes, Pastor Keenan, we just, I just got the stuff I need God to do. And I go, dude, uh, God isn't um, DoorDash or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? God's not uh, uh, calling in at Walmart so you can go pick it up, I mean. 
what if God never done anything else for you? Some wise man told me if God never did anything else, he done. wouldn't mind. He's done enough. He's done everything. Yes. And I go, man, I mean, dude, are you ever, that wise man was Mike, by the way. And I'm like, so you, you do, you telling me that, that you got this list of things you want God to do. And it's like, man, let me, let, I figured it out. I figured it out. God's already done everything for me. Amen. Amen. What did he do? He sent Jesus. Yes. He said, and what did Jesus do? He agreed. Yes. He agreed to that, to leave that, to come down here for me. Oh, man, make it personal. You wouldn't struggle so much if you made it personal. And then here's the thing. Why aren't we so thankful for that? Why are we so slowful? Why do we get to have attitudes with God and everybody else? Why, why, do, we, why do we pull back away? Why, why do we live one day and the next day we just can't live? Why? I, I go, man, you already did everything. You came, you, the word became flesh, and he came amongst us, and all we did was kill him. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine myself standing there going, no good is going to come out of this. Why do they have him nailed to this cross? What does this guy do? Well, it's not what he did, it's what he's doing. Jesus. He's saving all of our souls up there. Yes. A horrible event that was the best event in the history of mankind. Yeah. Hallelujah. Paying the price for what? You. Yes. And what do we do to repay them? Well, we complain. We <laughs> Forgive us a lot. We act like he don't love us no more. We, <laughs> we get bent out of shape when he don't answer our prayer for $2 million. <laughs> what do we do? Well, we get an attitude and we get mad at his people and then we get mad at people so we blame God. What do we do? We just do all these things and I'm like thinking, man, you left all of that for me. You, you, you need all my gratitude and I guess you need my life. Because you don't need my money. I don't even have enough. Amen. You, I guess you need my life. Yes. Payment since you actually paid for it anyway. Hallelujah, they don't like this court. They're quiet today, man. <laughs> Philippians 2, verse five. In your relationships with one another, uh -huh. have the same mindset as Christ oh, Jesus. In your relationship with one another, you gotta have the same mindset as Jesus. What mindset is that? Who? Jesus knew that, Auntie, Auntie. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus knew, Auntie, that Judas was going to betray him the whole time and never treated him different. Amen. Yes, he did. Oh, come on. That's unfair. I hate sellouts. Amen. Hate is a strong word. I hate them. You know what? Don't smile in my face Amen. when you don't like me. That's right. I'd That's rather right. you don't like me. I can deal with that. Mm-hmm. See, see, but, but, but people who, who act like that, and then, oh, when you turn around, I go, oh, man, okay. See, that kind of stuff makes me want to go back to the hood. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been transformed by the renewing of my mind. <laughs> and then now, in relationships with one another now, you got to have that same mindset as Christ. What is the mindset? Grace, forgiveness, peace. Yeah. Always was best. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. It's, now listen, it says in your relationship with one another, you got to have this mind. This is not a suggestion. Mm -hmm. It's telling you to do it. 
Auntie, now tell me, what mind are we talking about? Who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God now, something to be used. that? He was the very nature of God. Yes. He, he was up in heaven with God, everything at his fingertips, and he, he got it, he just left all of that, came down here and, just, and walked amongst us, and he got tired, and he got hungry, and he got hurt, got his feelings hurt. People just, you know, he, he, had a, he had a rough time down here. The Bible says that Jesus was a man of sorrow. Yes. You said it. So here it is. He, he left his divine, very nature of God. And, and, and what he did, he didn't use his godness to make life better down here. No, he didn't. It says that he, he didn't consider himself equal with God, even though I am. I am, I am the son of the living God. I, I, I created heaven and earth with him. And now I'm saying, no, my will doesn't even matter. It's only his will. Yes. He came down here to show us something. He came down here to show us now what we need to realize, realizing that all things come from the Father. And we will never be equal to God, never be holy enough. He didn't use his relationship and who he was to his benefit. Right, right. And I go, well, Jesus, I mean, man, you did stuff like prayed and people got up walking. You did stuff like you fed like a bunch of people with a little bit of fish and a little bit of bread. Yes. Well, Jesus, you know, lepers, you, you know, you just healed lepers like it was no thing. And Jesus goes, yeah, but how much did I pray? Amen. I prayed more than I did that. Yes, he did. Jesus prayed for hours. He fixed problems in minutes. Amen. <laughs> you guys missed that? He, he. He prayed for a long, he prayed for, for, for hours on end. He fixed problems in minutes. Amen. And lets me know that why can't we fix problems? We might not pray enough. All right. Not prayer like this. Oh, I got a problem, you got to fix it. My life is sad and I'm horrible. But praying like this, Lord, it's really your will. Amen. Your grace, your mercy, your will. I pray for the peace that I would need. I pray for the strength that I would need to get through. Because, yeah, do Keita need a lot of things fixed in this world? Yeah, Lord, but I know you know what I have need of. Amen. So, Lord, if you can't fix it, then I need your grace. If you can't fix it, I need your mercy. If you can't fix it, I need patience. Amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, what I'm trying to tell you is I finally figured it out. I'm 60. It's not my will. It's whatever. Not, and then some people will say, well, you work for them. You got to be like that. I'm going, no, we all need to be like that. Amen. If you, if, the Bible says if you, if you lose your life, you will find it. Mm -hmm. If you find your life, you'll lose it. Mm -hmm. That's an interesting statement. You're trying to tell me if I take my hands off the wheel, remember, God ain't your co-pilot. Right, right. I hated that slogan back in the day. God is my co-pilot. That means you're still in charge. That right. means he goes everywhere you go. My thing is God ain't my co-pilot. God, you're going to have to drive this thing. Right, right, and then right. I'm sitting in there like, Lord, it's a little bumpy. Uh-huh. You can't stop going over these railroad tracks. Lord, you're speeding. Slow down. <laughs> or, Lord, speed up. We're driving Miss Daisy. <laughs> and so, you, I mean, so when God's in charge, you're not happy all the time with it. Amen. But, man, the peace that you have and the understanding that he is and you've given him control. And I know you're not going to put no more on me that I can bear. And I know you're my father. You know what I have need of. Amen. 
Mike, I'm teaching better than the amens. We need to go back on the road. Auntie, come on. Almost done. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, oh, being made in human likeness. This part bothers me. He, Jesus, who was in heaven, he made himself nothing, and he took on the very nature of a servant. What mindset? He made himself nothing. He took on the very nature of a servant when he had servants. Yes. And being, and being, and being, he emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men. Mm -hmm. it, it, it even changed the way Jesus looks. He didn't look like that in, up there. He looked like that down here. Mm -hmm. He did all that for us. Yes, he did. Sometimes Christians, we, we kind of forget. It's not our fault. We're busy. There's stuff going on. We got troubles. We got bills to pay. We got kids to raise. And, and I'm going, man, but every moment, I didn't have nothing this week. I, I was just busy. It was like, I didn't have anything this week. And I just, I just started to think. And I, I started to think, Lord, you know what? When's the last time I really gave you a big, I thank you. Thank you. It's been a minute. Lord, I thank you. You got to forgive me. You've done everything for me. Everything. What did you do? Well, you died. You haven't healed my brother. You haven't helped me find a husband for my daughter. <laughs> I've been looking, eh? <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't made my other daughter a movie star yet, even though she did her first movie this week. All right. Tell me, you're going to hear all about it. Trust me, she's going to contact all of you. <laughs> There's a lot of things that I need done, but Lord, you know what, man, I'm good, I'm good. You know what you did? You died for me. Yes. And if my life ends today, I'll be in your presence. Oh, wait a minute, Kenny, you got problems. Yeah, I know. Wait a minute, Kenny, you mess some stuff up. Yeah. Wait a minute, Kenny, you don't always think right. I know. But that's what Jesus... Yeah. Auntie, push forward, push forward. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself yeah. by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross. So, and being found in the appearance of a man, because remember, he, he was left for all that to come down here. He did what? He didn't say, yeah, I'm the almighty. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to, all the way to the cross. And I'm realizing something, man. You guys know how modest I am. <laughs> Man, humbling yourself is hard to do sometimes. Amen. You know what humbling says? I don't know, and I don't care who knows that. Mm -hmm. Humbling is, you know, I know my dukes are up all the time, and now I'm going to put them down. And if I get hit, then, guy, you, you're with me. Amen. I'm not going to walk around angry and with my, my fist balled all the time, waiting on a fight. That was Keenan back in the day. So to humble yourself is actually to, to become a little vulnerable. Mm -hmm. But here's, here's how you get through. You know that your father is with you. Yes. So if Jesus has to humble himself, and, 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 and man, what kind of humbling is that? Think about how much Jesus had to humble 
Because he was up in heaven and help was there at the beginning of creating everything. And now he's got to come down here and the people are asking him questions and they're so beneath him really, but yet still he deals with them. And they bring the woman to him and say, we need to stone her. And Jesus goes, oh, really? I don't, I don't know. I don't think we should do that. And then Jesus, going through life, just trying to help people and showing people the love of the Father, and all the time knowing he was going to die for these creepy people, and he humbled himself to them all the way point where he died on the cross and right before he did he was in the garden he says God I don't like this deal there's got to be another way to do this and no God there is no other way it's your will I'm gonna humble myself and go all the way through this thing yes they're going to kill me tomorrow yes because what's the goal the people came here to die for the people so they won't have to and hopefully they will receive that yes but no, we get angry. And everybody say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you. Auntie, come on. Therefore God exalted him to the highest place mm -hmm. and gave him the name that is above so every name. Because he did what, Auntie? Humbled himself. Yes. God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every other name. So when someone says that, no, you don't need the church and you don't need all that stuff, you know, then you go, man, you need to take him to this verse that says there, God has exalted him to the highest place and gave him the only name in which saves you. Yes, yes, yes. There's no other way. No other way. Man, it's so, it sounds so exclusive, but it's really not. It's really an invite. All you got to do is receive that. That's a good deal. There's no other way. There's not no other way. God, I'm sorry. Amen. And man, when you say that, even when I say that, I go, oh, I know that's not our way now because we got Wendy's and Culver's. We got Target and Walmart and Meyer. We got Kroger gas station and Speedway across the street. There's always another way. Not in this. There's <laughs> always another way. We, you know, we got Macy's. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. And we got Nordstrom's. There's always another way. We, we got, we got, we got, uh, um, in the South, they got Winn-Dixie and Food Lion. There's always another way. But not when it comes to God. Mm -hmm. And man, it's so anti-American. Americans always have to have another way. That's why we have Republicans mm -hmm. and Democrats. Mm -hmm. Always another way. Hmm. That's why we have the Tigers and every other baseball team because the Tigers. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we got the Pistons. Oh my God. You know, it's, it's tough to live in Michigan now if you're a sports guy who knows a lot of sports guys. Because you know what they do? They send me texts all day. Oh, look at the Pistons. Oh, look at the Lions. Up, oh, look at the Tigers. And I'm like, you suckers, keep up with them just to badger me. <laughs> we got choices, man. But when it comes to God, there's no other way. Why? Because Jesus is the only one who died. Yes. Confucius didn't die for you. Right. Elijah Muhammad didn't die for you. Right, right. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me tell you, let me, let me give you a big secret. You didn't die for you. See, a lot of people have their own theology. Mm -hmm. You died for you. So you got to figure it out. You died for you. Jesus is the only founder of a movement 
that died yes. for the people and didn't stay dead. Everybody else died and they stayed dead. I'm going to go on a line, I'm going to go on a limb and say, I'm going to follow Jesus. He's the only one that came back. Right, right. I'm not going to follow them losers. <laughs> <laughs> They're losers. You, you died and stayed dead. Jesus died and three days later, man, he was walking around. I'm with Jesus. Amen. Because now he's promised when I die, hallelujah, I will yet live again. Yes. Oh, Mike, you got to go on the road. They're <laughs> sleeping on me. Auntie, come on. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth hey, Auntie, and under the earth. How many knees are going to bow? Every knee. Everybody's knee going to bow. I, even, you, even the ones who go, oh, no, I don't need that. Even the ones who say, oh, I don't believe all that. Even the ones like, oh, I'm tired of all that. You're still going to bow. Yes, they, amen, amen. Every knee's going to bow, I promise you. And I be on the, on the bleachers watching it. Oh, you're yeah. bowing now, huh? Yes. Oh, you, you're talking all that trash while you're alive. Yeah. You're bowing and you're still going to hell. Right, right. So sad. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Auntie, come on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God. Wait a minute, the Auntie, Father. how many tongues? Every tongue. You're telling me the people going to hell are going to acknowledge that? Yes, sir. Right before they go to hell? Yes, sir. See, God's gonna make sure that Jesus gets all the glory. Amen. The whole world's gonna give him glory. Yeah. But here's the thing, he's gonna go, sheep, goat. Give him glory, he is the savior of the world, okay? Sheep, goat. He's gonna make everybody do that every tongue. Now, people that before you go to hell, you will acknowledge that he is. Amen. And then you'll go. I'd rather acknowledge now Amen. While walking around and I'll let somebody they get the revelation and wait a minute, wait a minute, why are they taking me this way? Well, because you didn't acknowledge it on this side. Right. Because there's only one way. Why? Because he's the only one that died. Yes. That's good Bible, man. That's good Bible. Amen. On, guys. You guys get a little Bible. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. I'm not the best Bible teacher, man. And sometimes, man, I go, why do these people keep listening to me? But I'm going to always tell you the truth, man. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Pastor. I'm going to try. I promise you that. I promise you that. Auntie, come on. We're Hebrews 9, 12. Hebrews 9 is where we're going, people. He did not enter by means of blood and goats and calves. Now, see, Jesus here, this is a, I like this passage. Auntie, it says, Christ entered into the most holy place only one time. Yes. Enough for all time. Yes. He entered, this is 12. He entered the most holy place by using his own blood, not the blood of goats or young bulls. Yes. He entered to make us free from sin forever. Yes. See, before Jesus, they would have to kill animals to shed their blood. Why? Because God said, if you eat of this tree, surely you will die. I need blood to cover your sin. Yes. Death means blood. So I'm going to have to have blood. So what they used to do, they would kill animals and offer that blood because something's got to cover our sin. But it was only temporarily they had to keep doing it. Yes. Jesus went in there and did it one time on the cross. I'm going to go one time. I'm going to die one time. So no longer do we sacrifice goats and sheep and all these things anymore. Why? Because he was the sacrifice. He was the what? Lamb of God. He was the last lamb that ever needs to be slain. Yes. I know the lambs are going, thank you. 
<laughs> killing us by the thousands. <laughs> so he went into the most holy place because they would take the animals and they would take them to the altar and they would slay them and they would sprinkle the blood and God would say, okay, that'll buy you some time. I need blood. I, why? Because I'm not a liar. I said, if you eat of this tree, surely something's going to die. Yes. But here's the thing. I'm going to do it. So you take animals, give me their blood, and I'll let you ride for a little bit. Mm -hmm. That's my translation. On to the next verse. The blood of goats and bulls and the ashes of a heifer yeah. sprinkled on those who are ceremonially clean, unclean, uh -huh. sanctify them so that they are outwardly clean. Uh -huh. So he said, listen. The blood of goats and bulls and ashes of cows was sprinkled on those who were no longer pure enough to enter into the place of worship. The blood and ashes made them pure again, but it only made their bodies pure for a while. Yes. Why yes. were they sacrificing animals? Because God said, I need blood. Right, right? That's yes. what that whole, oh, now I'm starting to get it. That's why Jesus shed so much blood. And that's why the blood covers my sin. Oh. Yes. Wow, now I get it. It wasn't about gifts on Christmas. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's not about bowls and wrapping paper. Right, right. It's not about Frosty and the Grinch. It's not about Ebenezer Scrooge. Well, I like Ebenezer Scrooge, actually. It's not about that. What is it about? It's about the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Born... Deity came down here, born of a virgin, peasant girl, walked the earth for 30 some odd years, died to shed blood to do what? To be our final sacrifice. Yes. We no longer sacrifice animals for a temporary fix. Now it's fixed forever. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I to read further. How much more then will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit yeah. offer himself unblemished to God, mm -hmm. cleanse our... I'm sorry. Cleanse our consciences from the acts that lead to death. All right, Auntie, let me read that one. It says, so surely the blood sacrifice of Christ could do much more than goats and animals and sheep. Christ offered himself through the eternal spirit as a perfect sacrifice to God. His blood will yes. make us completely clean from e the evil that we've done. His blood will make us clean from the evil that we've done. His blood makes us clean from the evil that we've done. His blood, amen. All right, all right. And it says, it will give us clear conscience so that we can do what? Worship the living God. I know you do wrong. I know you do. I'm not mad at you. We all do. Thank you. But thankfully, the blood, it, 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 it makes us go, man, I know I'm miserable, but I'm really not. You know how your kids get on your nerves. Ugh. Well, man, I'll do anything in the world for any, all three of them. Amen. Why? I'm a father. Amen. So the Bible says, you being evil know how to be a decent father. Yeah. How much more is the father going to be better than you? How well, he's more? so much more, he won't let you die in your sin. I'm going to let, I'm going to do it. Yes, thank you, Lord. Because I declare blood. I need blood. Because I said, if you eat, you're going to die. You ate it. So now I can't go back. I can't say that's okay. Whenever I speak something, it has to happen. So I can't go back and say, no, I take that back. No, I need blood. So I'm going to send my son. He's going to sacrifice himself. 
and he's going to cleanse you. Now, here's the thing from what? Your, 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 your bad consciousness, your guilt that you have. Nobody in here is perfect. Nobody. And I'm not expecting anybody in here to be perfect. And I'm going to love you in your imperfections like I hope you love me in mine. Amen. I'm going to love you. I don't care what you did. Rob a bank. I'm still going to love you. I want to know how much you got, though. <laughs> but I'm going to love you. <laughs> All right? I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm going to love you. Promise. Promise. Amen. People have been knowing me a long time. I don't judge anybody. Amen. I don't. Why? Too busy looking at myself. Amen. Hallelujah, somebody. Hallelujah. I have to come on. We're going to Colossians 2 and 6. Yeah, my last one. I got four minutes. You so, guys all right? Yep. It's rainy. You got nowhere to go. So Two, then, six. I have to come on. So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue, continue to live to your live. lives in him. Continue to live, auntie. So yeah. then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives inside of him. Yes. Hallelujah. You accepted Christ, so continue to follow him. Live inside of him. Live with him. Let him live in you. All the time now. All that don't mean you're going to do everything right. That don't mean you're not going to make a mistake. It just means that even when you do, you still got to snap out of it. In the back of your mind, you're going, no, this isn't right, this isn't right, this isn't right. Hallelujah. Yes. Not because it earns you heaven, but because Christ deserves your life. Amen. Look what he did for you. Look what he did for you. Yes, Why are you Lord. so angry? Why are you so sad? Why are you so disappointed and depressed? If he doesn't done anything else, he's done that. He's and let me done. tell you something, this world is going to end. Yes, it is. The Bible says before the world implodes or eats itself, Jesus will return. Yes. We're closed, man. Absolutely. You've been on the earth long enough to see some generations. You go, man, the world has changed a lot. Yes, it has. People go for the good, really. Auntie, come on. Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith, faith as you were taught, it's and overflowing with you thankfulness. You must depend on Christ only, drawing life and strength from him. Just as you were taught the truth, continue to grow stronger in your understanding of it, and never stop giving God thanks. Never, never. For what? Everything. But wait a minute, I got so much wrong. You got a whole lot right, though. For instance, you all walked in here. Yes, thank you, Lord. Everybody walked in here. We didn't roll nobody in here or carry nobody here on a stretcher. You guys all walked in here. If you think about it, there's always something to give thanks for. Always. I'm so thankful my kids are doing good. Yes. You know? But that's easy. That's too easy. I'm thankful I'm not rich. Because, let me tell you why. Because... God don't want me rich. If he wanted me rich, I'd be rich. So obviously, rich wasn't good for me. I, I, you guys know, I plan on being a famous baseball star. I used to practice my autograph to be ready. I'm thankful God didn't make me a famous baseball star because obviously, that wasn't what he wanted for me. Right, right, right. 
No, I really wanted to do that. And I would have might have been rich and famous. And God goes, really? Okay, well, I, if I wanted you rich and famous, I would have done that. So obviously rich and famous are not the thing for you. So you mean the rich and famous might have killed me? It might have kept me from going with you in the end? It might have. Possibly. Hallelujah, somebody. See, that's a strange way to pray. And you know what, man? You got to really come out of yourself to, to pray like that. <coughs> I never would have wished a few years that all that stuff happened to me. I never would have wished it, never thought it. Ne I just never. And you know what? I, now I'm, I'm standing here going, I would go through it again. Bless you. To get me where I am in God now. Hallelujah. Come on, we're almost done. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive oh, philosophy. I got to read my translation. I translate these things better. I'm going to write my own Bible. It's going to be called the Kenan <laughs> Scary Translations, right? <laughs> be sure you are not led away by the teaching of those who have nothing worth saying and only plan to deceive you. That teaching is not from Christ. It's only human traditions come from the power that influenced the world. Yes. People have used the, the, the God in the church over centuries to take advantage of people. What, what do you think the Crusades was about? They killed millions of people in the name of God. <coughs> so priests would go into towns and they would get these young warriors and they would say, hey, come and fight for us and your sins will be resolved. And they would all join this military and they sent this massive army over into the Middle East and they began to fight with these Muslims and they were killing innocents and all of that in the name of God? Mm-hmm. Yes, they would. Okay, let's move forward. Let's move forward. There's, 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 I've read so many manuscripts of, of racist people in, uh, during the Civil War writing how God was on their side as they're killing and beating slaves and trading them and selling them, and God's on their side. <coughs> Push forward. Hitler believed in God. That's why he was mad at the Jews, because he, he was misinformed, and he wanted to do what? Use God to trick the people to say, hey, we need to exterminate these Jews because of what they did. Mm -hmm. In the name of God, to get power over people? Let's push forward. Man, now people go to churches that have amazing music and they have amazing <clears> programs <throat> and they have great screens and smoke machines and all these things. And I'm saying, man, sometimes I sit there and I go, he ain't even talking about nothing. That's going to help them become, that's going to help them understand better. He's just entertaining everybody. Yes. And they hear my fat mouth, I run people away. <laughs> Why? Because I'm... I'm trying to help. The minute I'm not helping, I'm going to leave. Now, that's not a threat. I'm just saying, if I, if I have no more good, mm -hmm. I'm trying to help. I'm not saying I'm going to leave. I'm saying, man, if I feel like, if I'm not helping, just tell me. Because that's my only motivation. It's not to build a big church. It's not to say I got 700 members. It's not to say, oh, we opened a new campus down the road. My motivation is just, I want people to know. I want them to know. I want people to walk stronger. I want people to, oh, I know. I want people to reach the potential that God has planned for them. Yes. That's it. The only reason why I do this crap. 
I got other talents. <laughs> well, no, I've sacrificed my life because the Lord sacrificed his. Everybody say amen. Amen. Auntie, we're almost done. I think we got two more. Go. For in Christ, all the fullness of the deity lives in bodily form. I say this because all God lives in Christ fully, even his life on earth. Come on. And in Christ, you have been brought to fullness. Mm -hmm. He is the head over every power and authority. It says, and because you belong to Christ, you are complete, having everything you need. Christ is ruler over every other power and authority. Amen. So that means me with Christ is ruler over everything that I deal with down here. Yes. But wait a minute, everything's not right. I know. Mm-hmm. So, how, so how's that working? Because I know what's best for you. And I'm way down the block and around the corner and you're next door. Mm -hmm. Because I'm all-knowing and you're not. Because you know what prayers are answered? I answer the ones that you would have prayed for if you knew what I knew. My son's got this thing now. He likes to stay up to 6 o'clock in the morning. So his mom calls it. He won't go to sleep. It's like, it's a game almost. Oh, him and Blake was at my house. Oh, it was a party. <laughs> he had another friend in my house a couple of weeks. It was a party. And I'm like, what are you getting out of that? Well, dad, there's no school, you know, blah, blah, blah. No, but what are you getting out of that, though? Because then you try to sleep till four. And I'm not going to let that happen. Amen. What are you getting out of that? You think you know what's best. So I'm going to let you do it a couple of days. <laughs> See how you feel. And then Courtney will say, Courtney, go up. This week, I say, Courtney, go wake up your brother. Know how she does it? She goes upstairs, she takes her nails, and just digs it in his back. Because <laughs> he won't get up. And then I hear, ah, I'm like, he's up. <laughs> I'm going to still wake you up, but have it your way. That's what God does to us sometimes. Amen. Oh, you want that? Yeah, I want it. I really do want it. You really want that? Yep, I really want it. Okay. Kenan, are you sure? Yeah. Remember when the people of Israel said they needed a king? Uh-huh. We want a king. We need a king. God says, no, I'm your king. You don't need a king. No, we need a physical king we can see, preferably big and strong and good looking. We need a king. And then God says, okay, you want a king? Take Saul. Mm -hmm. Saul was a mess. Yes, he was. Kenan, what are you saying? It says, our Father who art in heaven, thy kingdom come Thy will be done on earth and in my life. Yes. As it is in heaven. Why? Jesus, because you left all of that and came down here and suffered like that for my benefit. I think I kind of owe you. Mm -hmm. and, and I'm so thankful. I'm so grateful that you did that. Because, man, I, why did you leave all that to come down here and, and walk down here? And, and, and Jesus says, man, because uh, it's something that you don't understand. We're actually, our DNA is actually love. Amen. The Bible says that God is the thing. 
That means when an atheist, somebody says, I'm an atheist, I don't believe in God. Do you love your children? Yeah, I love my children. Then that's God. It's God. A lot of folks need to repent. From what? Just forgetting. Amen. Amen. Come on on. So you know what we're going to do today? Because we're going to make life easier. We're going not, to, not no show, not no prayer lines, not no altar calls. But we're all going to repent. Sitting in your seat. From what? Forgetting. Everybody close your eyes with me. Don't, don't look at anybody. If you don't close your eyes, you are disobedient, and that just shows you where you are. That means you won't humble yourself, and there's too much pride, and God bless that. Because out of the things that he hates, both of those things were on the list. Father, we know that, that saying you're sorry and repenting are two different things, but, you know, we say on both. We're sorry. I mean, sometimes life gets a little hectic, man. Sometimes we, we get caught up in the systems of this world. Some, sometimes we get more comfortable dealing with the world than we do with you. Sometimes, Lord, we wake up and you're not our first thought. You're not our second or third thought. You're probably down the list a little too far. So, Lord, we're, we're sorry. We, we know what you've done for us. Everybody in this room knows it. Everybody in this room knows it. I don't think we got any strangers here today. Everybody knows it. But, Lord, we ask and pray that you forgive us. Forgive us, Father, because you know what? Deep down, you knew that we were going to serve you. You knew that. Some, you know you touched our hearts. We might have been stronger at one time or more excited or had more zeal than once before, but, but Lord, you know deep down we're still with you. Hallelujah. We know you're still with us. So, Lord, we repent right now. Now we get into the repentance part. That means we change our mind about some things. You're able to wipe that slate clean. You're able to help us to start over. You, now, and the beauty of starting over in God, you don't start all the way over. You just pick up where you left off. But those of us who do walk in your way and, and really been trying to hold on to your, your principles and your, your commandments, Lord, we ask for strength. And we say, we don't do it all right. Well, there's something we don't do right. And Lord, we ask and pray that you help us, help us to understand. Help us to understand, God. Help us to understand a little bit more. And all that getting, we need more understanding. We really do. So Lord, right now, we come against hatred in our hearts. We, we come against unforgiveness in our hearts, bitterness. Anger, Lord, we, we put all those things hopefully on the ground right now. And if they clean the place up, maybe they'll vacuum in this week and they'll suck all those things up. We don't want to take them away here. We don't want to walk out of here the same way. We didn't, we didn't come here just because our conscience tells us to come or because that's just the thing that we do on Sunday. We come here to, to meet you every Sunday we gather. So, Lord, cleanse us from all unrighteousness. God, help us to understand and we thank you for your son who's already made us good enough. We're good enough now. I know some of you were told you weren't good enough. Some of you were told you'll never be nothing. Some of you were told that you're ugly. Some of you were told that you're worthless. And I'm saying, no, oh, that is thrown to the ground. I come against all that with all authority that I have. And I'm here to tell you that you are somebody. And you are loved and you are beautiful. And why? Because the father made you. He made you the way he wanted you. 
And how do I know you love? Well, because I love you. And Kenan didn't used to love, but he does now. So Lord, help us. Help us, God. So Lord, I'm asking and praying that you just bless these people. Because they're yours. They belong to you. And Lord, I know So, Lord, you know every situation that they have. You know all about it. And, Lord, I know, I know that in your divine, your divine will, you're already working on all these things because you said you'll work all things together for our good. So I know you're already working these things out. But, Lord, we thank you for this. Today we just thank you for what your son did for us. Not for any problem you'll fix, not for anything you'll solve. We just thank you because Jesus left all of that to come down here to die on our behalf. And Lord, we, we just want to say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, that helped them do it. So that's our prayer today. So Lord, tomorrow, we'll worry about tomorrow. But for today, we're going to be renewed by your spirit. Hallelujah. Today, we're going to have peace. Today, we're going to have grace. Today, we're going to have mercy that follows us everywhere we go. Today we're going to have joy. and That means that we'll have strength because the joy of the Lord is our strength. Today, today, Lord, we don't care what the weather's like. We're going to have a great day the rest of this day. Hallelujah. And we will give no room to the devil, no room. And Satan, I speak to you, you can't steal this back. Because, see, whenever the word is sown, he wants to take it back before what? Before it saturates your heart and begins to change your life. Nah, 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 I'm ahead of you, dude. Leave him alone. Leave them alone in Jesus' name. Let this word rest inside of them. You will not take it before they reach the car. So, Lord, peace, God, peace. Gratefulness. And love. We love you. We pray these things because we can because of your son. So, therefore, we pray in Jesus' name. Everybody say amen. Amen. Come on, let's do communion. Come on.